This is Piers Morgan Uncensored. Coming up, revelations from Ronaldo. Football's biggest superstar gives his blistering verdict on life at Manchester United. From London, this is Piers Morgan Uncensored. Welcome to the special edition of Piers Morgan Uncensored. In the next hour, Cristiano Ronaldo turns up the heat. He sensationally reveals he has no respect for his current manager. He calls out Manchester United's owners, the Glazers. He talks candidly about his future at Old Trafford and the World Cup in Qatar. He even reveals his retirement plans and what he thinks of Lionel Messi. But I begin with a very personal question. Do you have more pounds in the bank or more Instagram followers? (laughs) It's a good question. (laughs) Probably similar, I don't know. <laughs> probably similar. Uh, I'm just trying to work out how Wayne Rooney could hate you even more, and probably that's the answer. Well, <laughs> not only him. Imagine the rest of the rats, they're going to criticise me too. <laughs> but it's good, it's good to be still number one. If you, you see the... Make, something that makes me happy too, if you see Forbes magazine, every mm. year I'm in the top of the list, so it's not by coincidence too. But knowing you, I don't, it's not the money so much, it's just you want to be at the top, right? I mean, that's what, I think what drives you. Someone said to me, what drives Cristiano Ronaldo? I don't think it's money, I think it's being the best, beating people. It's exactly. that competitive streak. The, the records, the adrenaline, but Pierce, let's, let's, let's be uh, honest, the last years the football changed. I see football now as a business, to be honest. Sometimes Georgina have expression that I don't understand. They treat you, they treat your players like a piece of meat. I say yes, you say everything. It's true. When they want you, when they, 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 they count with you, they give you everything. When they don't, they try to, to make a hard life to you. I see football the last years as a business. Mm. I saw many, many things that I'm disappointing. The passion for the game is still intact, but in the same way, I say I saw other things as well, which is, is surprised me. But in the same way, uh, it's part of the business because if you see the world how it is in the moment, it's it's all business. Everyone take on itself. Everyone they are more individual. Well, you become a commodity, don't you? Where if you can sell record number of shirts in 24 hours, great. Right, but if suddenly the team isn't performing well and they need someone to blame, it looks to me like at Manchester United the default position is it's got to be Cristiano's fault. Exactly, it's always always my fault. The problem is always me. I look like I'm the black sheep, right. which is I don't like. If you do it good, or if you do bad, they're always going to find some some criticize. Even in the national team, the last three months, as I told you before, the criticize was so bad. I mean, not only in football way, but professional and family way as well, which surprised me a lot. Looked like I was a bad guy, which is, is not true. People have to listen from my mouth the real, the facts as well. This is why I give this interview, because I thought I, I think it's the, the right time to speak out of my, my mind, which is what they say the last four or five months is completely garbage. I'm not going to say 100%, but 99% it was garbage. People say false things or lie things. Which, which things have annoyed you the most? Family issues. Um, I want to talk about one in particular on that, which is when you were late back for the pre-season training 
a lot of speculation because you'd said several weeks before that you wanted to play Champions League football and that you were maybe looking for another option because it didn't look like United would get to play Champions let, League. Let, let's make my points, for example, the preseason moment. And after you mentioned uh, new clubs or yeah. the interesting. For example, the preseason, I had a very, very bad, which is I don't say nobody. The people who surround me, they saw, friends and even my, my mom. I had a, some problems in vacation that my young daughter, they have a little problem. They have bronchitis, which is... Bronchitis? Bronchitis, really? yes, yes. Your she's, little baby, though. Yes. I was in Mallorca in holidays and she stayed one week in hospital, which is, was... You know, you don't enjoy a lot and the so, vacation. And after what had happened, so why? Exactly. And the people make make up histories that they say that I don't want to go travel. Pierce, they, people have to understand that I'm a human being. I'm always going to be in my side of my family. I'm not negotiate nothing behind that. You understand? And I even have the, the lectures of, from the hospital, the, the feedback of the health of Bella, which is I'm not sure nobody. Nobody asks me. I, have, I keep for me. People forget that I'm a human being, <clears throat> that I passed through a difficult moments. Well, you must have been worried sick. I mean, you. I was very worried. You lost very your baby old. son, and now your baby daughter's in hospital. Exactly. And you must have been absolutely. I spoke with the directive of, and the president of uh, Manchester United, and then, kind of, that didn't believe that something going wrong, which is, is make me feel bad. Really? Yes, I. Yes. They didn't believe you. They believe you, but in the same way, they are there. I never is ever going to change uh, the health of my family for a football. Never. Now or 10 years um, behind or forward. And it's something that really hurt me because they doubt of my words that I struggle, especially Bella and Gio. We had one week in hospital because the Bella have a big problem. And I didn't go to the preseason because of that, because I didn't, I didn't, was allowed to let my family, if something happened, to do it the preseason, because I think it wasn't not fair to let my family for a preseason. This is why I didn't go. I mean, that would, if my employer didn't believe a story like that, that would, I would be so angry. Because everyone, I'm not mentioned only in that, in that Manchester way, but in the world, especially in the football world, they are very, very, very individual. Everyone, everyone, everyone on, uh, look for themselves or themselves. They don't care about your moments, your struggle moments, your issues, family problems. They want you. They want you. Doesn't matter your family problems. I don't mean Manchester, but in a general. As I told you before, the football goes so fast. You have many competitions, many games, pre-season, World Cup now. Listen, we have last, uh, you have one game. After three, four days, you have to be in the national team, preparation for the World Cup. It's hard. Sometimes you have to sell everything and, you know, be with your family, take the best decisions. And in this summer, I didn't feel comfortable. I feel uncomfortable the way they treat me especially the, um, the press, they doubt about me, the professional that I am. It's impossible to be 21 
in the top of the game. If you're not professional, they, they, they doubt about me, which is make me feel very, very, very sad because in my life, I'm always one of the best professional. This is why I still play in the high level. You play in a pre-season friendly and you leave the ground early with several other players. And there's another huge fuss about this. What was the truth about that? Had you got permission to go? Do you wish you hadn't left early now? Ten Hag wasn't happy, it was reported. What's the truth? Please, um, I, I will be honest with you. Um, it's something that I regret to left from the stadium, probably. Or maybe no, I don't know. It's difficult to, to tell you 100% if I'm... But let's say I regret. But in the same way, I felt uh, provoked by the coach. I, I don't, I'm not allowed for me, uh, a coach to put me in three minutes in a game. Sorry, I'm, I'm not that kind of player. I know what I can give to the teams. You're talking about the Tottenham thing? The Tottenham Yeah, player. I'm talking about in pre-season, it was a friendly where you left the ground with several other me players. Me and eight players. Right. So but they mention only my name, Yeah. which is, is... Everyone do that. I don't understand why they mention only about, about high value kind of play game. Last year, many players do it the same. In that game, eight players do it the same. So, But they only speak about the black chip, which is, is me, which is, is... I completely understand. Okay, it's done. I apologize to the coach, and for me, the chapter was, was closed. Coming next, Ronaldo claims he's being forced out of Manchester United. It seemed to me that right from the start, Ten Hag wanted to show you who the boss was. He dropped you, he benched you, he mucked you around, he talked about you in the press. Were you getting that feeling? I mean, did you feel that... The feeling, he always mentioned to me that I didn't need the preseason, so I should wait for my opportunity. I really understand, I should... Well, okay, I understand. But I'm not going to give you points, but... He don't do it the same procedement from to every players. I'm not going to mention players, but they don't do it the same way. Second, I understand that he coming a new job. Manchester was so bad the last five years that he should make. They should clean the house, let's say in that way. But the way they approach, the way the press make this so big, it's because probably the the communication wasn't the best. Um, but I, I, I really understand in the beginning, because I didn't do the preseason, I don't start to play. But going more farther than that, farther than that, other things happen that people, they don't know. And I'm not, I'm not uh, hiding that the empathy with the coach is not good. I'm, I'm, I'm honest. You don't have a good relationship with him? I'm not mean good relationship. The empathy is not, it's not good. Let's say. Do you think he respects you? I think he don't. He don't respect the way I should deserve. Um, but it is what it is. This is why probably 
the, the game against Tottenham. I'll well, I want to come to these two games. So against Manchester City, where United got destroyed, he didn't bring you on. He brought on other strikers, but didn't bring you on. And I felt insulted on your behalf. I was like, well, surely against Manchester City, if you're losing this badly and you've got the greatest player of all time sitting there, you at least give him some time, don't you? But he didn't. And he said afterwards, the reason was he had too much respect for you. He wanted to respect you. When you heard him say that, what did you think? Excuses. I say as excuses. Um, I sell many things that um, I don't want to. I don't want to criticize him. He can. He can have different opinion than me. That they choose the players that he think is better for the team. I respect that. But the excuses all the time. You know, the excuses have short legs. You cannot excuse all the time, which is things that don't make sense. Okay, you don't put me against Manchester City because of respect of your career, and you want to put me three minutes against Tottenham. Well, that's the thing. So then you then play Tottenham. Don't make sense. And then he wants to bring you on with three minutes to go, which is the complete opposite to what he said the situation was with City. I think he did, he did, he did purpose because, for example, in the national team, the other clubs, if the coach wants to put me five minutes, if someone injured or, or if they really need me, I will help. But in that way, I felt provoked not only because of that game, but before some... He history. was deliberately provoking you. Well, everyone, everyone know that. Everyone Disrespecting know that. you, you think? Exactly. This is why I say I don't have respect for him because he don't show me respect for me. This is why we, we, are, we are in that situation. Uh, I, have to be, I have to be honest that the things don't going well because of that, because the empathy don't exist. And he keeps uh, keep saying things for the press, but the press say what they think it's, it's, it's good to protect probably him and Manchester United. But as I know, as I understand many things that he signed three years contract with Manchester United, probably I'm not going to be too much long in Manchester United apart when I'm finished my contract. I really understand, but I like guys that they don't lie, they speak honest, they be frontal. frontal. And I'm not neg negotiating my morals. My morals always will be intact. And what, what's going in my, in, my, in my things the last two months was um, not respect in many ways, which is it I can regret, for example, against Tottenham to left the stadium before uh, the finish. Well, there's a video clip which appears to show Ten Hag telling you to get ready to come on and you gesticulate back to him, I'm not going to do that. And as a result, you get suspended for the next couple of games and he goes public and says it's because you refused to come on. And you did then issue a statement of some regret saying, you know, you're a professional and you've never been suspended before, I don't think, never. in your entire career. I mean, when you look back at that, I guess my question would be, you've always been very acutely aware of your role model status around the world. Do you wish with hindsight you hadn't done that and handled it a different Probably. way? Probably. I regret to left the stadium. Yeah. But I was, as I told the Pierce before, I didn't felt that he had respect for me mm. to put me on three minutes after the issues that we had before. Um, I was very, 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 very disappointing for the communicator of Manchester United, to be honest. I never had a problem with any club, with any coach, and they suspended me three days. 
which is this I felt a lot and it was and 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 level of sport clubs I felt a lot and it was a shame. Was it humiliating for you? I think so, yes. I have to, to say the truth, what I felt. I remember I arrived I, I arrived well I don't I don't wanna say I don't wanna say details what he pretend to do it but I, I'm not gonna say that. But I remember arriving home and Cristiano see me, Daddy, you not go to the game? I said, no, because the club punished me with three days. And he did like, <laughs> how, how are they going to punish you if you are the best player in the world? And uh, you're not going to play? He said, no, I'm not going to play because I, I'm not being, I'm behave. And he looked at me like, my daddy, not be behave. What? In one way, I was good because I was like, more relaxed, but in the same way, I feel very disappointed because, okay, I regret, I apologize, I'm not perfect, I commit a mistake, but suspending three games, uh, three days for that, I think it's too much, and they, they make fire for the press, which is, is really disappointing. And that seems to have been the pattern of the way Ten Hag has wanted to treat you since he became manager, just constant attempt to disrespect you, I guess. Uh, many, many points uh, happen. I think in some certain points, I think was strategy from the club for me to react like that. Because they wanted you to leave? Probably, yes. They're trying to force you out, you think? Yes. Not only the coach, but the other two or three guys there around the club. At uh, the senior executive level? Yes, that I felt betrayed. And you think they're trying to get rid of you? Honestly, I should not say that, I don't know, but listen, I, I don't care, I'm always, people should listen to the truth. Yes, I feel betrayed and I felt that some people that don't want me here, not only this year, but last year too. They didn't want you to go there at all? No. Really? No. Yes. The owners of the club, they, listen, they don't... The Glazers? The Glazers, they don't... They don't care about, about the club. I mean, professional uh, sport. As you know, this Manchester is a marketing club. They will get his money from the marketing. The sports, it's, they, they don't really care in my opinion. Do you ever talk to them, the Glazers? Never. Never? Never. Not since you've gone back? No. They give all the power to the president, the sport directive. A lot of Manchester United fans are very negative about the Glazers. They think they're taking all the money out and not spending enough on players, on the infrastructure issues you talked about. Do you think the fans are right? The fans are they're always right. I think the fans should know the truth, should know that the players, we want the best for the club. I want the best of the club. This is why I'm coming to Manchester United. This is why I love this club. But you have some things inside the club which is don't help to Manchester reach the top level as City, Liverpool, and even now Arsenal, for example, which is complicated. It's difficult. Um, it's hard. In my opinion, it will be hard for Manchester to be in the top of the game the next two, three years. If, if they the Glazers, don't change. If the Glazers stay as owners. I'm not mean the, the Glazers, but... The structure. The structure. Um, as 
as uh, Picasso say, you have to destroy it to rebuild. And if they can start from me, I'm, for me, it's not a problem. I'm always going to say I love Manchester United. I love the fans. They're always on my side. But if they want to do it, different era, different generation, they have to change many, many things. When you walked away at Spurs and didn't go on, Gary Neville said your behaviour was unacceptable, called for you to be punished. He said he knows what he's doing. He's experienced and players of that power have a real negative impact when they do it. The influence they have on other players is really negative. And it was after that that you gave them the old blank treatment, uh, which was very funny, by the way. Um, but for Neville to say that about you? They can't, they can't, they, they only, they don't see the big picture. Why I react like that? What's happened? All the behind the scenes. Stuff. All the behind the scenes. I was probably not provoked. They will accept to play three minutes after the whole situations that going through the last two months. Don't tell me that top players, the guys who won everything, the key players, will play three minutes. Come on, this isn't acceptable. After what they keep saying before, that they respect me, they do this, they do that. For me, it wasn't not respect. This is why I take this decision. I regret, I've, I apologize to my teammates for the situation. I did a post. In Instagram, I regret to left from the stadium. Uh, I regret my teammates, they know what I felt. I say to them, apologize. But in the same way, I'm not regret to take the decisions to don't coming on. I'm, I'm like that, I will be always like that. If you don't have respect for me, I'm never gonna have respect for you. And the coach didn't have respect for me, so this is why the relationship it's, it's in that way, and he keeps saying in the press that he can't with me, like me, blah, 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 but it's only for the press. Really? Yes, 100%. So where are you now in your head with all this? Because the World Cup is about to start. You're going to go there with Portugal, and we'll talk about that in a moment, uh, with a very exciting team, actually. Um, but where are you with United? They won't be playing again now until after Christmas. That leaves a few days before the January transfer window. Do you think you'll still be a United player come January 1st? It's difficult to tell right now, Pierce, because we, my mood is right now to the World Cup. It's probably my last World Cup, of course, my fifth World Cup. I don't know what's going to happen um, after the World Cup, but as I told you before, and I will say again, the fans will be always in my heart, and I hope they being in my side uh, even if I back or if I'm not back or if I stay or whatever. Nobody's perfect. Episodes in the life we all have. Uh, it's part of the human beings. It's part of me to be uh, a human being and father as well. I always will commit uh, mistakes. Uh, but I don't know, it's hard to tell you right now what's going to happen in the World Cup because my focus is only for the World Cup, for the Portugal national team. Coming next, will Ronaldo still be at Old Trafford after the World Cup? I'll ask him. If you had your time again, knowing what was going to happen, would you sign for Manchester United again? 
as I told in the beginning, I'm always took my decisions by not emotional moments, but maybe this this decision I took by emotional. I'm not regret uh, because I took with hundred percent conscience, but it was more emotional than rational. Don't know if it makes yes. sense. Uh, but it was good. It was good because I was happy when they left me be happy. So I tried to give my advice, my experience uh, to help Manchester United to be where they deserve to be. Um, I don't pretend to be more smart than the other ones. Nobody is smarter than me, but I'm not smarter than nobody. When I arrive in Manchester United, I always be available to help the team to do the good things, to put in the right spots, to compete with the best teams. But it's hard when they, they cut your legs and they, they don't like you to shine and they don't listen to your advices. I think I, I, I have a word to advise to the club because the trophies that I won, individual and collective, I think I can help a lot. But when the infrastructure is not good. What's amazing is you ended last season with hat-tricks, you're scoring hat-tricks for fun, one against Tottenham. You know, you were playing great football, but you were starting most games. And now this season, you've barely started any games. Something happened. You know, I'd imagine you're a bit like a racehorse, right? If you don't start. I did indeed, the preseason. Right, right. Is the, the excuse. Right, which is I ridiculous. I did the preseason, so. Do you think if you've been able to just do what you did last season, you just carried on scoring? For sure. You think I, I, I did learn to score goals? <laughs> Maybe I'm not motivated that I'm supposed to be, probably. As I told you before, Pierce, I'm a human being. I feel the things. I'm not perfect. But my motivation is not the same that I was, that I was a few months ago. Um, I hope to change. Do you feel like you need a fresh challenge? I'm not saying if it's fresh, fresh challenge, but let's see. Let's see. I'm not, I cannot answer right now because my focus is for the World Cup. But I don't know. Maybe it's good for Manchester and, better is, and probably it's good for me as well. To have a new chapter, probably, but I don't know. If, if I will be back, I will be the same Cristiano, but I hope people being on my side and let me shine like I did all the clubs and all years. What is the truth about other clubs making offers for you? Some people have said there were no offers at all. I happen to know that there was a gigantic one from Saudi Arabia. I mean, for example, like 350 million euros for two seasons, is that? Because true, yes, it's I mean, true. That's a staggering sum of money. Yes. Which you turned down. In that moment, yes. I mean, that to me says you're not just about the money. It's what, it's what I'm going to mention now. It's, they say many, many garbage things that if you are an agent, what you're going to do? You go the clubs, but George Mendes, for example, have more than 100 players. And they go Chelsea, they go Arsenal, they always mention Cristiano Ronaldo, they offer Cristiano. Please, let's be honest, who's the most expensive player, salary player that Premier League have in history? It's me, even with 37 years old. Why they're gonna, even, they even offer me to Sporting or Napoli. I will be honest with you, you don't ha I didn't have many, many clubs, 
but I have many, many offers of the other clubs, right. which is I didn't change because I didn't plan to do it, but I have. But what the press keeping say and the garbage press say that nobody want me, which is, is completely wrong. And um, I was happy here, to be honest. I was motivated to do, to do it a great season here. But, but they continue to repeat. Nobody wants Cristiano. How, how they don't want a player who last year scored 32 goals with national team. I mean, that's well. the point I don't get because there are people out there and you see them, you hear them, and they say, well, he's not the player he used to be. As if somehow at 37, you're going to be as good as you were at 21. It's anyway, normal. everyone changed. But you are the greatest 37-year-old anyone's ever seen, right? And you're still extremely fit. So it just seems to me nothing's changed from the player I saw banging in hat-tricks last season, except that you have a coach who doesn't want to start you. A few months, what they're going to change? There's nothing. Do but you feel like you can still normal. be a top player? But for me, it's it, it, it's stupid question when the people say, ah, they are not the same. Nobody is the same. Day by day, we're getting old. Every one of us. You understand? It's normal. You have to adapt. And I think nobody in this game have this brain that adapts with his age. I'm not, I'm not want to be cocky to say that I'm the same that when I was 20. Of course, no. But I'm adapt and I'd be smart to know my strength, what I'm good to do. Mm. And I'm still playing the high level and I score goals and I will continue to score goals if my mind is clear and happy and if the people surround me that help me to be a successful player, especially the coach, the president, directives. But when you feel that the energy don't go surround you, it's difficult you to be yourself, mm. which has happened. This is what's happened with me. But what they say the last three months is completely garbage and wrong. They say that I offer me this and that. And many presidents and directives speak about they reject from me. It's completely yeah. lie. They lie because it's, it's, it's not what's happened. I had many clubs, not many, a few clubs that they want me to sign. And I didn't go because I feel comfortable here. This is the truth. How easy is it to turn down £350 million to kick a football for two years in Saudi Arabia? It's hard, it's hard, <laughs> it's hard, but in the same way, I, I thought that I was very happy here, that I'm still capable to score goals and make people up. Is it also up. that you want to keep playing at the highest level, that you want to play Champions League football, you want to keep breaking records? Is it, again, it comes back to my gut feeling about you, that if it was just about money, you would be, you'd be in Saudi Arabia, right, earning this king's ransom, but you, that's not what motivates you. You want to keep at the exactly, top. because I thought, I, I, I still believe that I can score many, many goals and help the team because I, I, I still believe that I'm, I'm still good and capable to help national team, even Manchester United. But if you don't feel surround you that the energies is on, in your side, it's difficult. Of course, the criticism going to exist all the time. I, 37, is still not the same. But I want to see if some guy <clears throat> of my age maintain the level that I, that I show. You're not going to teach me that. Nobody going to teach me that. I know. Are you as fit as you've ever been, do you think? Yes. Yes. In this moment, I feel very, very good. I believe that I'm going to do an amazing World Cup. I'm prepared physically and mentally. But, Pierce, it is what it is. Uh, life is good. I'm good. My mental is good. I'm happy to do this interview with you. I know they're going to generate many polemic of course but Christian they would polemic. anyway right I mean they've all had their say and now you're entitled to have your say 
And you know better than anybody because you are Cristiano Ronaldo. They criticize me when I don't speak. Of course, when I'm going to speak, they're going to criticize me even more. But it's something that I can, I can deal with that. Uh, I know I'm going to disappoint a few people. Maybe I'm going to make up a few people, but it is what it is. The life is it's completely difficult. We have obstacles in our lives. And um, I will keep running to fight against the people who don't believe me. And the life is a challenge. And I want to people the people that they are wrong when they say that. I'm if not you do leave United, and I accept that this is not a done decision either way, but if you do, and it seems to me like it's more likely than not as we sit here, what would your message be to Manchester United fans who've had to read all this stuff all year and probably have a very mixed idea about where the truth lies? What would you say to them if you do end up leaving? It's hard, it's hard for me to say that I will not be back to Manchester United, but regardless, as you say, it's, it's, let's see what's going to happen. But as I told you before, the fans for me always will be in my side, will be always in my heart. I see during the days when I go to the street, the love, the passion that people have for me, um, the respect. I hope that they never forget the things that I will continue to do it, not only in the past, but in the present too. Manchester will be always in my side. The fans will be always in my side. doesn't matter what's going to happen. And I appreciate the loves that they send for me all the time. Even when I'm done play, uh, we, even when they, when they criticize me, they always will be in my heart. So thank you to all the supports. I hope to see you soon. And uh, they always will be in my heart. And what about Sir Alex, the man who persuaded you to come back again? Really a, like a father figure to you, really, in, in many ways, like another, another father to you. What's his take on everything that's been happening? What's his opinion of all this? I don't speak with him like one month ago, but it's always on my side. He always understands me. He knows that, he knows better than nobody that the club is not on the path that deserve to be. He knows, everyone knows. The people who don't see that is because they don't want to see, they are blamed. The fans, uh, they are always the answer and the passion for the game. Manchester belongs to the fans, but they should know the truth, the infrastructure, they are not good. They should change. If not, Manchester not going to be where they used to be what, when Sir Alex Ferguson, David Gill was. Mm. And um, I hope to be part, if they count with me, to help the club to be successful. If not, the life will continue. I will continue to, to my journey. I will continue to make fans happy uh, and score goals and do it uh, tricks and everything. And um, it's good, it's part of my journey. Up next, Ronaldo and Lionel Messi and the World Cup in Qatar. I want to just talk to you briefly about the World Cup. Um, your fifth World Cup, I mean, you say it's your last, but I mean, you'd only be 41. The next one, could we have a sixth World Cup potentially? Will be tough. 
will be tough. So this may be the last one. Probably, yes. You've got an exciting team full of experience and young players, Portugal. Are you optimistic about your I'm chances? I'm very optimistic. We have a fantastic coach. We have a good generation of football players. I'm looking forward that we're going to do an amazing World Cup. Would that be for you the, the pinnacle of your career to win a World Cup with Portugal? Pierce, I don't, I don't, I never, well, I dream one time about that. Um, Holding the World Cup. Yes. It's going to be tough, extremely difficult, but everything is possible. But of course, we're going to compete. It's hard to beat. Who are the, who are the biggest rivals, do you think? We are not the favourites. Who do you, we are who never, do you, we are never you, favorites. No, of course, but who do you, you were the favorites when you won the Euros, Exactly, right? exactly. Who do you think are the ones to really watch? Who are the best squads out there? Probably France. France. Um, I will put Spain, Argentina, Germany. Brazil? Brazil, of course. They look good to me. They look good. What about, you haven't mentioned them. <clears throat> ah, England as well. <laughs> yeah, 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 of course, England. You think England have a, have a chance? I have a chance beside Portugal, in my opinion. Uh, but let's see, we'll be different, we'll be in a winter. Is it weird playing at winter? Do you care? Do you care? I don't really care, to be honest. A part of the issues that the country, wherever they try to, to, they try to speak now that it wasn't not good option to do it there, but they should do that before. We, are, we should focus only in football, the competition, to people to enjoy. Do you think all the politics and the morality debates and stuff, should that all be left aside now? 100%. Focus on the, on the of game? Course. I feel that. Of course, they should, they should do that. That debate should be had before you award exactly. the country. Exactly, they should concentrate it in, in all competition, all the national teams, the people to be welcome in, a, in, a, in Qatar. And I, I, see, I see a good tournament, to be honest. I think Qatar, they are prepared. They are prepared for that. And will be weird to play in the beginning of the season, yes, but in the same way, a challenge. Mm. I think it's, to be honest, it's good. I feel good. I feel with good energy. So what about this idea? You get to the final. Portugal v Argentina. You score two. Messi scores two. The last minute, 94th minute, you score a third for your hat-trick and you win the World Cup. Is that, be honest. It's too good. Come is on. that the dream? It's too good. <laughs> I didn't expect that too good dream. But if it happened? Ah, oh, come on. It's, it, it, That's the dream. You can score another player. I don't care. I don't care. If the Portugal be in a final and score, even the goalkeeper, I will be the most happy man in the world. But if, if this happened, come on. I will say I will finish football if this happened. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You retire, right? Yeah, I retire. 100%. 100%. I mean, it may well be Messi's last World Cup. He's never won it either. I mean, you are, you know, you're linked forever, the pair of you. To me, the greatest there's ever been. You're number one for me. Uh, Thank you. He's number two. You're number one to you. <laughs> he's number two. Um, but it's an amazing relationship you have, even though you're not, I know, great friends or anything, but you're always respectful when you see each other. Very, all what the you, time. Well, what do you think of him, Messi, now? As you both head to maybe your last World Cup. As a football player? Yeah, and as a, as a person. Amazing. Player is magic, top. As a person, we shared the state 16 years. Mm -hmm. Imagine, 16 years. 
we at the highest we level. share so i have great relationship with him i'm not friend of him in terms of when i mean friend is the guy who ha who is with you in your house who speak on the phone no but he's like a teammate he's a guy that i really respect the way he always speak about me even his, his wife or my wife my girlfriend they always respect <clears throat> they're from argentina my girlfriend is from argentina yeah. So good. What I'm going to say about Messi, great things. He's a good guy. He's, you do everything for football. It's the best player you've ever seen, excluding yourself? Probably, yes. Him, Zidane, probably. Uh, yes. That I play, fight with him, yes. Have you ever had dinner together? Never. Would you like to? Why not? One day to sit down yes. and... Yes. Uh, listen, I, I, I like... Can I come? I love, of course, <laughs> I love to meet people, I love people, you know, I love, I love to share things, ideas, learn things, mm. ideas, new histories, new brains, mm. why not? I will do it for sure, I will do it. That would be, that in would a few be, years, yeah. at the bat, as Maradona and Pele did, Yes. no problem, come on, I'm a, I'm a good person, I know I've, I have a good heart, I'm, you know, I'm, <clears throat> I don't like... I don't like to, you know, to criticize people. It's not the way I, I took my life. Everything is positive. And if there's like a weird sequence of events and Mbappe goes to Real Madrid and PSG ring you up and go, we've had a great idea. We want to put Messi and Ronaldo everything up it's Everything it's possible in, in, uh, in football, so... And that would be incredible. Why not? I don't know. I don't know. As I told you before... Yeah, they'd sell some shirts. <laughs> for sure, for sure, for sure, they will sell a lot of shirts. Are Arsenal going to win the Premier League? I hope so. You do? Manchester first. If not, <laughs> if not, Arsenal is some team that I like to see to play. Did you rate the team at the moment? Yes, I do. I like the team. I like the coach. I think they, they do it a good team. And uh, if Manchester United don't win the Premier League, I will be happy if Arsenal do. What would you like your legacy to be? Christian, I mean, well, let me ask you first. Do you have any plans to retire? I mean, how long do you think you can keep playing football? I want to play two years more. Two years more? Two, three years more, maximum. I want to play with, want to finish with 40. I think we'll be... A 40? 40. A good age. But I don't know. Uh, I don't know the future. Sometimes you plan, you plan one thing for your life. And as I told many times, the life is dynamic. And you never know what's going to happen. Tom Brady in America, the great NFL quarterback, retired. Then he has a conversation with you on the Old Trafford pitch. And whatever you said to him... I'm psychologue, so... The next day, he comes out of retirement. Psychologue, you see? I'm good psychologue. What did you say to no, him? I thought, I thought he, he, he took the decision a few weeks before. Uh, but it was good. What did you talk about, you two goats? You speak about in a general. He's a very, very smart guy. Uh, he knows a lot about football. We have a nice conversation. And, did you uh, score a hat-trick that day, didn't you? Yes, I did. It gave me good energy. When I have good, en good energy... When you have me, another goat in the stadium, does that fire you up? Exactly. When you it's have it's a goat, goat thing, right? Yes, yes, yes. Energies. It's all about energy. When you, are, when you have good energy around you, I can be interesting things. What about Jordan Peterson, who I know came to see you? Amazing man. Yeah, because I've interviewed him a few times and he was fascinated to meet you and to talk to you, both about private things, about what had happened to your family this year, but also about professionally you and your situation. I'm, I'm a huge fan of him. I, I read his book 
12 rules. Hmm. Uh, and I felt that he's really, really interesting guy. And I love to meet smart people hmm. and uh, fantastic men. Hmm. And I learned a lot, some advices that he gave me, not only what was, the best, what was the best advice he gave you? We had a nice strategic conversation, not only for the moment of my life, I mean not only for football, because my life is not resumed only for football. I have, I'm a businessman, I have you know, and many important things on my life. And when you are surrounded with these people, for, with you as well, people that make your life more interesting, they reach something in your daily life, I appreciate because it's that kind of people that thinking outside the box, mm. which is I, I appreciate. And we had a nice conversation, strategic conversation, not only for the moment, but for the future as well. He gave him some points that I never expect, but the beginning was to meet him, a good person, an intelligent person, and uh, was fantastic. And I, we keep in touch, I speak with him. It's good. You're going to do Cristiano Ronaldo's 12 rules to life? Why not? <laughs> For the future, Maybe probably. You've got more rules. Exactly. For the future, probably. I want to I wanna educate it. I want to educate it, not only my family, but my fans. Mm. As you know, I have a lot, millions of fans. Yeah. Probably for the future, I want to do it some book, but not the type of book. I've got, I've got a good idea for you on that. I yes. told you. It's a good one. But to help people how to be, how to maintain longevity. And also, I think in your case, how to survive life, right? There's a lot of people out there who are struggling to just deal with life. And the one thing you do better than anybody I've seen in sport is resilience, mental strength, right? That's what it's really about. I think about. it's the most important thing. And I, I can see me in the future, of course, I'm, I want to improve my English. It's very good. It's much better even than last time I interviewed. Yeah, but I, I have to improve. I have to do more interviews. <laughs> I have to improve. I know. And I'm, 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 I, I, I want to improve. And I see myself to do it when I'm retired to speak for millions of people, advices, yeah. how to be a professional player, how to maintain your longevity, how... I'm not a psychologist, but I pass through many, many things and I can... You know, above, pass all, above all, how to win. How to win, which is the most important, I think. It's what it's all about. I have experience to, to inspire people for that. I think I'm, I'm a role model and I, I can help many, many people in that way if they want my help. If they I will want to listen help. to it, right? For sure, especially... The young people. Mm. I want to be with the young people to speak with them, not only for them, but for the fathers as well, mm. to put them in, a, in the right spot. Cristiano, what a pleasure. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you very much, Piers. It was Great a pleasure for me too. Thank you. Thank you very much. Ended with a wink. Of course it did. An extraordinary interview with an extraordinary footballer and an extraordinary man. Did he change your mind? That's for you to decide. One thing's for sure, he set the record straight and he was most definitely uncensored.